UWU. I've been seeing that on the internet a lot. But that's actually a white power. <laughs> it stands for unique white unity. Oh, no! <laughs> Please report it to CNN. Are you ready? At the New York Times, yes. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Asterios Kobanos. With us is Sarantia. Hello. All right, we've got a lot we want to talk about this week. Apparently, there's somebody named 21 Savage that's done something Sarantia wants to talk about. Uh, we've got to talk about this porno pillowcase. That we're going to do a law school question of the week. We've got a lot of hot topics. Starting off, though, Sarantia, something I've wanted to do on this show since the beginning some kind of meme explainer segment because all you talk about and look at all day are these goddamn memes <laughs> and Pretty so much. before this what were you telling me about this one meme man i was just uh commenting that i don't know if i'm getting older if like it's me or if normies are just making memes now but this shaggy me i it's the least funny thing i've <laughs> ever seen on the internet okay. like spread at this scale i remember I remember when I was in eighth grade, sitting in class, and we were working on a worksheet, and the teacher left, and one of my classmates drew that Me Gusta Pepe on the board, I'm seeing them like, oh, fuck you, oh, God, this is so embarrassing, fuck it, erase it, erase it, erase it, <laughs> and now it's like, you can, you, I, I don't feel like I'm gonna be bullied for just talking about this shit. It's not me, it's the kids that are wrong. For just talking about memes? Yeah. So, now this is something you've told me before. You see memes as a secret shame, meant to be shared, but not discussed. Now this Shaggy meme, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is this Shaggy from Scooby-Doo or Shaggy the, the Rastafarian rap man? No, it's uh, Shaggy from Scooby. There's this stupid, and I feel I feel stupid even explaining it to you because that's how not funny this is. I can't wait to hear about this. So somebody photoshopped. Do you remember that god awful live action Scooby-Doo movie with that horrifying nightmare CG Scooby-Doo? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> somebody photoshopped an interview with the actor. That played him, and they put fake subtitles on it and said, like, yeah, no, uh, I don't even remember filming this movie. I just, as soon as I put the costume on, I blacked out, and the spirit of Shaggy took me over. Okay. (laughs) And someone tweeted it at the actor and said, is this accurate? And the guy just responds back, no, this is not accurate. And everybody's like, ah, he responded. Do, do, oh, did you guys see when the actor responded to a question about his character? Oh, I love it when Jake Gyllenhaal tweets as Thor. Yeah, oh, wait, no, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, and celebrities. Cele- oh, wait, that's, is that going to get me banned? That's not sexual, right? That won't get you banned, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, but there will be repercussions for the motions you just made. Not coming from me. Oh, yeah. The, what were you talking Jerk off compliment? Monkey Jones is sitting on my couch. <laughs> Monkey Jones is four feet from Sriracha laughing at her antics. Uh, jerk off challenge compilation. <laughs> I'm just saying you might end up in some sort of challenge compilation. I'm not going to say what the challenge is. Okay. 
but I'm heavily going to imply what the challenge yeah, is. Yeah, no, so now it's like, do you remember those Chuck Norris memes back in the day? It'd be like, Chuck Norris lifted his pinky and my wife came from three weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like that, except it's this character. It's just dumb. It's right. dumb, man. It's not funny. It's- I'm looking up Shaggy meme. Go for it. Because, because nothing you've described sounds like a meme. It sounds like an actor had a clever response to... It wasn't even clever. He just said the word no. Sounds like an actor has had a non-response. All right, I'm looking up Shaggy meme. <laughs> um, I can't wait. Is this the line where Shaggy goes, "Impressive, you made me use ten percent of my power." Yes, yes. <laughs> Is that the meme? That's part. That's one of them. Yes. Are you, okay. What? You can't seriously find this funny. <laughs> M- Monkey Jones is having a good time over there. Somebody's funny. Are, are there any other elements to the Shaggy meme? Nope. I was forced to use almost 2.3% of my power to completely change the timeline. <laughs> I'll never forget the day that Shaggy walked on set and announced that he had killed God. This is the actor playing Fred. One time Shaggy snapped his fingers and Michelle, Daphne, just disappeared. She came back like 30 seconds later, but she looked really scared and kept saying something about the dark place. Okay. So what is part of the meme that Shaggy has time powers? Yes, I, I believe. She, and and again, when I said that you did a bad job explaining the meme and you disagreed with me, but you'll note that you did not mention his time powers. Because it's stupid, man. I don't like <laughs> Tell me how this meme works. I don't know. I told you I'm getting old. I don't understand it. And I don't find it funny. <laughs> part of a meme is that we need to be able to like replicate it. So like, let's say if we changed shaggy okay ready i'm gonna make one right now to thank you all right so it's a picture of velma and she says one day shaggy walked on to set and snapped his fingers and fred grew another arm out of his stomach <laughs> and that arm then dropped off and became scrappy do we didn't even write him into the script he was just a offshoot of a root of Shaggy's power. <laughs> there you go. You guys laughing hysterically, pissing your pants? No, exactly. Ah, uh, that was funny, except <laughs> you're trying to it convince us that it's not funny by delivering it in a low tone, but that was actually good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Even you. when you're trying to fuck up these memes, you're killing it. <laughs> okay, so you get this meme. I don't. This, this new Shaggy meme. But you clearly do. You, you're just able to replicate it. I guess. I get basic algebra, but I don't want to interact with it at all. I Okay, so you don't find this funny. I don't. Is I don't. this the first time you've ever not found a popular meme funny? No, no. Far from it. Okay. What are the other recent big memes that... Our audience needs to know about. I don't like. I don't get Big Chungus. <laughs> okay, right. You don't like Big Chungus either. I don't either. get it. No. Okay, I love Big Chungus. Is it just that he's fat and he looks stupid? Is yes. That it's just. It's just a fucked up looking Bugs Bunny. <laughs> that's the whole. And his name is Big Chungus, and that's it's it. It raises a couple of questions. Is there a regular-sized Chunkus? Is there a small Chunkus? I did, like, somebody photoshopped him with a smaller big Chunkus and said, don't talk to me or my little Chunkus ever again. See? <laughs> that and was that's funny. based on a meme of a dog? <laughs> yeah. Tell the audience about that. 
just two cute little dogs. It says, don't talk to me or my son ever again. That's a meme, guys! <laughs> don't talk to me or my wife's son ever again. Okay, and then they bring in cuckolding culture, <laughs> and everything yeah, goes to like hell. Yeah, which is, of course, what Monkey Toes laughs the loudest at in the corner. <laughs> okay, Sriracha, let me tell you the moment that memes stop meeting anything Stop meeting me. your dreams. Yes. I remember I was like 27 and I was doing a stand-up show in a hip-hop clothing store in Los Angeles. Oh, Jesus. I see where this is going. It was like opening night of a hip-hop clothing store. And they're like, we're going to have a stand-up show. And of course, the hippest, hoppest rapper, Stereos Coconuts, comedian. I'm in there doing bits. And a bunch of kids just start yelling the word swag. They start going, swag, 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 swag. Oh, God. At me and my hilarious comedy. They loved what I was doing. And I remember they kept screaming, swag, swag, swag at me. And I thought to myself, I could Google what swag means right now, but... I'm choosing not to. I think, you know, was the, you said this was in Los Angeles. Yes. Dude, I think this is just a Los Angeles thing because I remember when I was in high school, uh-huh. it was like Pokemon noises. Like everyone was a Pokemon and they would just walk up to each other. Swag, 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 swag. Yes. <gasps> what? I still, and I still don't know what that means. <laughs> I know what the word means, but I don't think that's the correct. It's just a meme. Don't think too much. See, but this is what I'm saying. I had it in my power to be current, and I chose not to. I actively chose to not learn what swag meant. I said, I don't care that much. And I remember Emilia saying, this is, I will always remember this the first moment I got old. And it was that moment, 27 years old, in the middle of this hip-hop one pop-up store why did they have a stand-up show for their opening that doesn't wouldn't you have like a hip-hop show i don't i don't know i don't know why they had stand-up at this hip-hop store there were good stand-ups on the bill and me really there were some really good yes it was it was a good show who was on the bill um dave ross was on the bill uh and one of the two guys from the show corporate the taller guy he was there There there's some other really good guys i believe uh, you yeah, but anyway, how does it feel to get old, Sriracha? I don't like it. I don't. I mean, maybe, is it me or is it the kids that are wrong? Do you think this is funny? You looked at a couple of those. The, no, I think it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Monkey, do you think this meme is funny? The Shaggy meme. Okay, okay <laughs> no, it's me. It's me, well, then. Monkey's tw- two years younger than you. He is not. He is one year younger than me. Okay. In two days, we have the same birthday. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Okay. Sorry, you got real defensive when I, I said he was two years younger than you. It looked like I had literally turned your world upside down. <laughs> told you that God was not real. Okay. Look, if anybody's got a good version of the Shaggy meme, send it to us. Turn us around on this. Right now, I'm going to five on this Shaggy meme. I could be at a 10. Sriracha. I'm at a 2. She's at a 2. Let's get her up to a 5. Monkey's already at 10. Do not send him any shaggy because he has too many as it is. <laughs> His power is too high. <laughs> All right. Well, all right. Let's get to this week's outline. Oh, my God. All right. People think that Pork Chatter is dead now. Yeah. Thanks. What do you mean, thanks? Thanks so much it. for making jokes about how Pork Chatter's dead. Now I'm in trouble. They're calling me the guy that killed Pork Chatter. That's a good meme. That's a good meme. The guy shoots somebody and says, why? 
it's a, it's a stereo. Uh, in this one, you're the guy with the gun, and the gun is that last mixing all the podcasts together. And you shoot Porg Chatter, and then you turn around and say, "Why would Saranja do this?" Porg Chatter's the a great meme. Yeah, see? very very good from the Eric Andre show. Is this funny as I describe the meme to you guys? In the Love that meme. Reshoots <laughs> Hannibal Burris. Love Hannibal Burris. Yeah. That guy's great too. Plays the PE teacher in the Spider-Man movie. Love all these people. Oh, wait. Can I make a last minute addition to the outline? Yes. Can we talk about Serenity? All right, hold on. I'm going to add Serenity outline. All right, Serenity. All right, can you tell people that Poor Chatter's not dead? Uh, Is it not dead? I thought we were just making it part of the show. What? Can't we do both? Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely keep putting out bonus episodes. Yeah. For the people that pay for money. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So, Pork Chatter, a lot of these shows, they will continue to live on on Patreon.com slash stereos yeah. for just a dollar. Because here's the thing. If you don't care about Pork Chatter a dollar's worth, how much did you care about Pork Chatter at all? Yeah, where? Oh, I usually have a pork on hand. But I'm, co- I'm coming up short. <laughs> usually I have three stuffed down my shirt. Right <laughs> Flappy is not... A snug bed bird. Keep him out of the bed. He's not a bed bird. Hey, enough, enough. Ouch, ouch. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. Stop. <laughs> Thank you. For just a dollar, for less than a dollar a day, <laughs> you can get these guys an education. <laughs> this is Stuffin. Stuffin wants to be a mechanical engineer. Stop. S T A H P. Stop. 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 Look at those adorable little porgs. How many porgs are there? Your contribution. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven porgs. Can you name them? Is Flappy on the ground, Stuffin, uh, Kevin, I think this is, Ibido, uh, Smollard, Dumping, and Waller. And then who's down there? Is that Jeremy? Uh, yeah, here's Jeremy. All the porgs are alive, you see? They're all fine, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Look, how could you say they're not real? They're right here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Pork chat. Can we give the people a little bit of pork chat right now just to yes. hold them over? Now, who's the most recent addition to the flock? Uh, Stuffin, which is the pork that I had a dream. Not a dream, but a, a part of my D&D campaign. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has powers. <laughs> Feel free to tell, feel free to just take it from here. This is Stuffin. Uh, my original D&D character was an ice witch with a porg that was just a normal porg. But then he bit, I think he ripped out the vein of another wizard and he was given ice powers. He's very poorly trained. <laughs> oh my God. And he became an ice porg because he ate the flesh of an ice wizard. <laughs> okay. Curious. I love his little wings. We got him. In Orlando, when we visited my mom, we were about to... Oh, so here's what happened. Thanks to the government shutdown, there the was Ubers a po- weren't working. Uber, there was a possibility that thanks to the government shutdown, that not only would the Orlando airport be closed when we were going to go there, but more importantly, the Orlando airport would be closed. <laughs> now, Sriracha and I have a very specific... We like to get porgs at the airport. Yeah. And why is that, Sriracha? Because they're so cute. There is a giant, a big section of the wall that is just devoted to porgs at the airport right now. 
and it's just this porg, and they all look uniquely terrified. Yes, <laughs> in their own special way. Like, look at these two faces. These two porgs are both fucked up, but they're fucked up in very unique ways. Yes, and Sriracha is always worried that the porgs at the airport are getting snotted on by children. Yeah, you don't think these porgs? These porgs have seen some shit, man. <laughs> I think I I'm just agreeing with you. I'm just telling. So Sriracha likes to get the porgs at the airport, but thanks to the government shutdown and an impending snowstorm, there was a chance that we were going to have to take a flight at a time when the airport was not accessible. So we went to the Florida Mall, which is also where Sriracha went to Victoria's Secret. And oh, a, God. You don't have to get too far into it, but she had a very bad time at this Victoria's Secret. I picked up a pair of pants. No, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get as far. <laughs> I'm going to get as far into it as someone's vagina was into a pair of panties that they were selling. Not even like pubes or anything, but cervical mucus. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that's specific. <laughs> I gave, I gave Sriracha a hundred dollar bill. And I said, go buy as many pairs of panties as you want for Victoria's Secret. And I said, no thanks. And she kept saying no and no, but I eventually did wear her down and we got to like 30 or $50. Something like that. Exactly. So I'm like, go in there. It's the post-Christmas sale. Go get a bunch of hot panties and bras and then I'll pay for them. And I like to make these big grandiose promises when I'm like drunk. Yes, or, you do. Or stoned. <laughs> And then later I wonder, like, why don't I have any money? Like, why, like, and at some point I will realize it's my own decisions, but not yet. Right now it's still all Maddox's fault. <laughs> and it will be for a couple of years, Gotta and keep- then eventually, and then I'll blame someone else. Like, maybe if I have a kid, I can blame the kid. I don't know. He's looking pretty suspicious today. <laughs> oh, my God. Get over here, Jim. Get over here, Kevin. I don't want to spill the water. You know what? That's really smart. He is football shaped, but I don't, I'm not confident in my ability to throw him. No, no, no. Very, very smart of you. Okay. So you had a really bad time with those panties. Yeah, no. I, I immediately dropped them and left the premise as fast as possible. Yeah. She came up to me and she said, uh, we have to leave this mall forever. But we did grab a porg on the way we did. out. We did. And they don't give you bags. Here's this, uh, something oh, yeah. interesting. Why do they not give you bags? At the Florida Mall, the Disney store is doing this new thing. I don't know if it's a law, plastic bag shit or something. But they won't give you a bag unless you buy a $5 Mickey tote. So yes. then they just hand you the porg and your receipt. So I'm like, uh, okay, could I just uh, walk out with a couple more porgs then? Did you consider it? Yes, of course I did. I want to save them all. But alas, my stupid morality got in the way. Well, also, you probably don't want to be arrested at the Florida Mall when my mom's eating Wetzel's Pretzels nuggets. No, dude, I don't want to go to Florida jail. That's worse than South African jail. Yeah, I'm, te- I'm telling you, it's it's better to not. Okay, good. We are alive. Sorry, I thought we were I thought we were off the air for a second. Oh man, you guys ever watch that BBC documentary about South African jails? Apparently, they are messed up. Okay, like you, you tell ha- me about it. You have to join. A gang, or else. I don't know if everybody is in the gang, but you have to get involved with this gang somehow, or your life is absolutely miserable. And to be involved in the gang, you have to stab a guard to death, which obviously adds a number of years onto your sentence. (laughs) And then sometimes what they'll do is they'll smash a mirror, and they'll like hold it out at the guard that they're planning on stabbing next. 
That's terrible. I don't know how true that is, but that's what that documentary said. Why the hell do women watch this awful fucking shit? Dude, I don't know. I don't get the serial killer obsession. Yeah, that's another thing we should talk Will about. watches a documentary about innocent prison guards getting stabbed. You love that's, that. That's why. Okay, first of all, I do not love that. You do love it. You love it so much. I you love the sweet taste of it. A single documentary on that. But I, man, I've seen so many memes that are like, uh, I'm a, look at me, I'm a special. I'm not like other girls. I watch serial killer documentaries. And everybody's like, fuck you. Everybody loves serial killer documentaries. I don't. I don't get the appeal. They just made that Ted Bundy uh, documentary and everybody's creaming themselves over Zach Efron as Ted Bundy and half the people are upset. But I don't know. Zach Efron just doesn't do it for me. Um, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Give me just one second. Uh, all right. Check. One, two, check. Can I get another check from you, honey? Check. One, two, check, check. All right. Cool. Um, sorry. Just a little technical issue. That's I just, okay. just got to deal with it. Um, let me put this down here. Nah. You okay? No. Oh, my poor baby. Got AIDS. <laughs> no! Be careful! I took an AIDS test. <laughs> I always use protection, even when I'm getting a blowjob. <laughs> God Um. Hey, here's some good news. I'm listening. Japan had its lowest rate of suicide ever this year. Hey, that's fantastic! <laughs> All right, we're back. We're rolling on this. Let me make sure we're rolling on this other thing. Okay, we're back. We're rolling. Um, can you set me up with the Zach? What was it? Zach Efron? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no. So they just made that movie about Zach Efron as Ted Bundy, and everybody's creaming their pants over it. Half of the people are creaming their pants over Zach Efron as Ted Bundy. The other half of the people are like, how dare you sexualize this guy that brutally raped and murdered a bunch of girls? And my problem is that I'm not attracted to... Zach Efron. Like, I don't have a moral qualm with it being Ted Bundy. I just, Zach Efron doesn't do it for me. Are you more attracted to Zach Efron or Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy's dead. Isn't he? Well, yeah, but Marilyn Monroe's dead. I can find a picture of her hot. Um, probably. Do you want to look up a picture of Ted Bundy yeah, right now on your phone? Ted Bundy. I'm going to look up a good picture of Ted Bundy because the only pictures I've seen of him were him in court and he looks very disheveled. Just look up Ted Bundy sexy, Ted Bundy attractive. Ted Bundy feet, like just you know, you know these keywords. Ted Bundy sexy. All right, let's see. Is this Ted Bundy? Yeah. Wait, is this is this Ted Bundy? That's the guy. Oh uh, yeah, he's pretty good looking. I'm you more think- attracted to Ted Bundy than Zac Efron. See, okay, well there you go. Is it that Zac Efron is too pretty and you want to be the pretty one? Is that why you prefer more rugged caveman types? I didn't even like him when he was in High School Musical. What? Nah. Yeah. No. I've had a crush on James Franco for as long as I can remember. Apparently so. So that's the only like that's the only celebrity. <laughs> Did you find Sharpay's cousin attractive? Sharpay's cousin, the gay one? Yes. No. Okay. That's the only other male I can think of in that movie. Uh, there's Corbin Blue. Did you find Corbin Blue? No. Okay. <laughs> I think Sharpay was so goddamn hot, especially at that time. When she was fifteen. <laughs> Especially at that time when she was in High School Musical 3 <laughs> and was appropriately aged. Man, those movies are such shit. Sharpay gets shit on 
for no reason in my opinion like Sharpay has spent her entire life going to theater camp and musical school and probably forced her brother into it and then she randomly gets kicked out of her the one thing that she wanted is to be in the lead in the school musical and she's been training for since birth apparently and fucking Gabriella comes from another school doesn't even want to sing and they force her into this role <laughs> Does Sharpay eventually get with Zac Efron? Does no. It, okay. Does Sharpay get anything? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Sharpay is just like a... She's a villain in the first movie, and then she becomes not a villain. Right. Slowly afterwards. And the, I mean, at least she got that movie, like Sharpay's Magical Adventure or whatever. Wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Sharpay. Sharpay has her own movie? She did. It's called... a. Uh, Sharpay's Singinist Adventure or something. Okay. I never right. seen it. All right, but. I'm looking this up. All right, Sharpay Solo movie. It's called Sharpay's Something Adventure. <laughs> okay, now Solo, a Star Wars cup movie came up right away. Sharpay movie. Okay. Chappie. Instant fam. Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Okay, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. When did that come out? And what is she, 40 at the time? 2011. <laughs> okay, wow. So seven years ago, Sharpay's... Fabulous adventure. She All right. goes to New York City, I think, because she gets scouted by a talent agent. Oh, my. Okay. Stars Ashley Tisdale looks at Sharpay Evans' life after graduation, trying to place a role in a Broadway show. Is she going to get dicked out of that one, too, by some by a janitor who's cleaning the theater? <laughs> and they're like, you know what? I think you look like you could sing, darling. <laughs> this girl, fuck her. Okay, here's what I don't like. What? The cousin's not in the movie. The cousin's not in the movie? They're a package deal. Sharpay and the cousin, they're little schemers together. Yeah. There's a whole idea. No, she's on this. She's on the cover alone. I'm seeing here. In New York, Sharpay is kicked out of her penthouse because they don't allow dogs. While in despair, (laughs) she meets Peyton Leverett, an aspiring film director, who offers her a studio apartment if she'll be the subject of his film project to capture one unique New York story. <laughs> I'd fucking do that. Are you kidding me? You got your own studio apartment in Manhattan? Okay. That's the equivalent of being paid like $3,000 a month just to let some asshole film me? Yeah, sure. Put a camera in my toilet. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this is... She's very clearly being set up for pornogra- for a pornographic film here, Sharpay. Oh, you think so? You just wait. I mean, this is a kid's movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. All I'm saying is some rich film director's kid comes up to you and goes, I really want to make a movie about you, but I'm going to need 24-hour access to you, so I'm going to get you an apartment so I can go in there and just kind of film you at any time, just kind of doing whatever. Uh, this movie is really important to me, and so I just need constant access to you i'm trying i'm trying to decide whether or not that would be legal like i i mean i guess if she agrees to it it's i'm not i'm not saying if it's good or not i'm saying would this like could you sign a contract because you know like you can't sign a contract that signs away your right to make minimum wage yes like i'm i'm thinking i'm trying to think if, if she did sign a contract if she could sign that for i mean i Yes, as long as there's a limited time period on it, right? Well, don't you ever see those like those Craigslist ads where someone's like, "I'm looking for a secretary, a live-in secretary. I'll pay them five thousand dollars a month, but they have to take care of all of my needs." I responded to one of those ads at one point, 
Because I'm thinking there's, it was very clearly like a sexual thing. And they even wrote, the dude even wrote in the Craigslist ad, this is a sexual thing. You need to be my secretary and also sexually please me. I'm going to pay you $150,000 a year plus really good benefits. I'm like, well, fuck, there's no way this could be legal, right? (laughs) I applied. I was like, hey, just putting this out there. I'm not going to fuck you at all. And I think if you turn me down for this job because... I won't fuck you. That's got to be like an ACLU thing, right? <laughs> and then they, uh, I talked to the guy. He started texting me. I talked to the dude for a while and I looked him up. I could still probably have those emails. Like the guy's name. He was, uh, found his, found him on LinkedIn. He seems to be pretty, uh, well off. I believe he could pay $150,000 a year for a fuck secretary, a fuck Terry. Fuckretary? A secretary. Fuck. I don't know, somebody in the chat make The up term something. is fuckretary, Fuckretary, ah, yes. <laughs> fuckretary. Um, and then as soon as it was very obvious that I was, like, not going to fuck him, then he just dropped all contact. And I called the ACLU and they wouldn't take my case. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? I have piles of evidence here. He straight up tells me I'm not going to hire someone who won't fuck me. How is that legal? Okay. I'm gonna say that I'm going to say a couple of things. One, you're absolutely right. That's super duper illegal. Like, you can't discriminate against hiring somebody based on age or race or how willing they are to give you a hand job while wearing fishnet stockings, you know? Yeah. But I don't know that the ACLU is the... You you don't think that was the correct channel? Yeah, I'm going to say that this was less of a free speech issue and more of an... Free sex? It, maybe you should have gone to OSHA. You could have gone to the IRS. I think IRS? I, What's the IRS going to do? Uh, is, you know, they, because you go to the IRS for, for example, if, you, uh, if you're employed as an independent contractor, but you have a regular payday and regular hours and you feel like you should actually be classified as an employee, you'd go to the IRS for that. Like, the, like you go to the IRS for some of this employee management stuff i don't know about all of it you could also just go to the police i also i recently learned that oh, police aren't gonna give a shit yeah i know <laughs> no yeah. crime no like actual like it was a crime but it wasn't like a violent crime <laughs> yeah no, okay well you know when someone's bike gets stolen the police care maybe it, like at the bottom of the care list <laughs> the I like, it's on the list. stolen bike. <laughs> okay no i agree i agree i agree okay ben what were you gonna say sorry i found out i recently found out that there is a form that you can if you believe that you are being misclassified as an uh 1099 contractor there's a form that you could fill out being like you know what i'm just not paying half of my self-employment tax here's the person you gotta collect it from that's great i didn't know that that you can really dick someone over (laughs) okay well well because so many i mean for me it's like the reverse it's like i got so many jobs in la like working in tv where they were like you're an independent contractor you have to be here at 9 a.m though and and you're only allowed to work this many hours, but we're not giving you health insurance. It's it's like the difference between an independent contractor and employee is one of them is like like self directed work. Yeah, there are very very strict sets of rules. Like if you have a, a time that you have to be somewhere yeah. at a certain place, you are not an independent contractor. Right, right. Of course, <laughs> if you have a regular payday, a start time, and an end time, you're an employee. But like. Everybody gets away. For example, did you know this? WWE wrestlers 
They are all independent contractors. So are strippers. Yes, exactly. Like two of the most important <laughs> pleasure giving people out there. Wrestlers, they work all day, make themselves look amazing and then get in there and fake fighting. Strippers, they spend all day looking at their amazing and get in there and having fake intimacy. And then they fight their, <laughs> their dads. And they fight their daddy issues one dance at a time. And, they, and these people are getting screwed. The people who we go to when we're screwed. That's right. I like if there's anybody I interact with that I want to have health insurance, it's my stripper. Yes, exactly. Uh, if I'm going to watch my wrestlers flip it around and one of them gets hurt, I want to make sure they're taken care of. I don't want John Cena to see any medical bills. I want his employer, WWE, to. Same thing with stripping. If a girl's up there doing a 360 corkscrew, wingo, wango, tingo, tango, she falls down. I I would honestly feel more comfortable if Joey's from Crazy Joey's Strip Club picked up the bill. Am I wrong? Yeah, no. If anybody's rubbing their gooch on me, I want to know that they at least went in for their annual physical. Okay, good. It sounds like we both agree on this. <laughs> what were we talking about and how did we get here? Oh, fuck. Uh, Sharpay! Sharpay. I, uh, I feel very uncomfortable with Sharpay going to that fuck apartment. Feel very uncomfortable. I want to watch this movie now. I know it's for children, but I also she's not going to get fucked. But okay. all right, well, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil. Not gonna spoil anything else that's happening in this movie. But let me see if I can say one more thing. She becomes friends with somebody named Boy, spelled B O I. <laughs> and that's it if you want to know more watch Sharpay's fabulous adventure oh man I could write a great porn parody of this Sharpussy's fucktabulous <laughs> adventure that's what I'd call it could you could you instead of adventure could you say cockventure do we need to I was just I'm just skirting the Disney copyright <laughs> issue oh my God. I don't think the word adventure is a problem <laughs> okay alright you know I just wanted to all right, but anyway. Yeah, we could call it Cockfish. Thank sure. you. For, uh, Jesus Christ. I want. I just want a little bit of skin in this game. I want to play too. All right. Speaking of playing, we've got a lot more fun coming for you right after this commercial break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Now, one of the things that I'm trying to do with the Loudest Podcast is I want to turn everything into a segment. I want a million segments. People love segments. They go crazy for segments. So it's time for a weekly duck date with Sarancha. Now, Sarancha has a favorite duck, the Mandarin duck. Would you care to explain who the Mandarin duck is to people who may not know and it's why it's important? Beautiful, beautiful orange and blue duck. It's It looks like a little sailboat. We went to go see the Mandarin duck live <laughs> on the pond. <laughs> he was playing the pond. And it's so cute. It's really hard to accurately describe how cute this thing is because you have to see it in real life. The pictures do not do it justice. It's smaller than all the other ducks. And he has these big, beautiful eyes. It's so cute. I want to see it. I'm going to go to Japan and see a flock of Mandarin ducks. And what is special about the Mandarin duck is this. It's dead. What? <laughs> it's dead. It's not dead. No, I'm kidding. It better not be dead. That better not be how I find out that the Mandarin duck is dead. <laughs> What's special about the Mandarin duck is this. Right around Christmas time, he showed up in the middle of Central Park. This is a rare duck. You are not legally allowed to own this duck in America unless you're like a zoo. 
And so suddenly this duck that is found in China and Japan showed up in the middle of Central Park. It was a goddamn Christmas miracle. We went to see the Mandarin duck the day after Christmas, and Sriracha did start crying. True or false? It's true. It was so beautiful. I we, got really close to it. We went there. We were looking for this duck for hours. We're walking around this pond, that pond. We kept going to this one website called hotduck.today. <laughs> it tells you where it is. That is a real website that <laughs> will really tell you where to find the hottest duck ever, the Mandarin duck. Okay. Sriracha. Yeah. What is up with the Mandarin duck? Give us a weekly duck date. He's so cute. He's got tiny little flippers. And he's swimming around the pond. I'm amazed that thing hasn't been fucked to death yet. There are, I am telling you right now, there are undercover cops guarding that duck. There's got to be, right? Yes. Because when we went to find the duck, okay, it was not easy to find this duck. But remember when we climbed that one hill to try to find, to try to like, Look, uh, look from a high vantage point, and there was like a like, like there was some drunk there who was yeah. like, "Hey, I'm a cop. You're not allowed here." <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't think I was a cop. I don't know because I saw actual cops there. <laughs> I think try to remove the drunk. <laughs> yeah, those are those are outer cover cops. This was an undercover cop. Ah. You don't think it's important in the New York City economy to make sure this duck doesn't get fucked to death? Wouldn't it be an inner cover cop? Undercover. Undercover. Under, and- over. Overcover, undercover. I guess you're right, yeah. <laughs> Case closed. I'm just saying, news of this duck went worldwide. News of this duck's death would be an international incident. We need es- to protect it. <laughs> especially if it got, as Sriracha is so often afraid of, quote, fucked to death. <laughs> So, everybody, vote now on your phones. How will the Mandarin duck come to an end? Press 1. Standard data and messaging rates do apply. Press 1 for it gets eaten. Press 2 for it gets shot. Press 3 for fuck to death. Okay, we're getting a lot of the number. Someone keeps texting me the number 3. Oh, speaking of texts, another another fun weekly segment. Are you ready? Wait, did you have more you want to say about the duck? No, I love the duck. Okay, I love the duck, too. Okay. You really didn't give us any. Was there? Is there any duck news at all this week? It's I thought a you duck. Said there was it probably duck did news. duck shit. Oh, okay, all right. I thought there was specific duck news. Why would you think that? I it's don't know. Because <laughs> if anybody has a duck date, it's you. All right. Oh. Speaking of uh, texting, though, I'm done with Twitter. I'm so far done with Twitter, and it makes me <laughs> so goddamn happy to not be on Twitter. Here's what I did. I just okay. This is not a very original opinion. This is the same opinion you've probably heard in all of your, I don't know, AP society classes or whatever the fuck you kids take now. It's probably crazy, but I think that the orange man is bad. <laughs> I just, I think Twitter makes us all the worst we can be. I think Twitter like sharpens us into like these angry little sticks and we're like <laughs> constantly trying to poke each other. For example, I think of uh, Andy Richter. Andy Richter's like, I love Andy Richter. I've been watching Conan forever. I've been watching Conan premiered in like 1993 or something at 1230. Andy Richter was his sidekick. And I've seen Conan live. I've watched so much Conan. I've, I like, I've bought Conan DVDs. But it's like, you look at Andy Richter on Twitter and have you ever seen him on Twitter? No, who's Andy Richter? He's just like, he just posts all this like super angry political stuff. 
Dude, Twitter's made me absolutely hate uh, Tim Heidecker. Tim Heidecker's the same exact way. Yes. Yeah. I love Tim and Eric so much. I think that they're incredible. I love their work with Bob Odenkirk. But then you... It's like every day he's tweeting, if Trump doesn't resign in 30 days, I'm leaving. And he's done this like six times. Just leave. Where are you going to go, Gab? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's, that's the weird thing about Twitter is that like, it makes everybody angry and upset. Like, it takes these brilliant comedians like Tim Heidecker and Andy Richter and all these other great guys, and it puts them in contact with, like, the worst parts of politics, and then that changes them. And, like, now nobody's funny. It's just Twitter's such an angry place. So here's what I did. I said, I'm leaving Twitter. I can't handle it. I'm leaving Twitter. Here's my cell phone number. And I texted my cell phone number. <laughs> and I said, if you care about me that much and you really want to stay in touch with me, just send me, instead of tweeting me, just send me a text. Yes, it is easier to live with thousands of people knowing your phone number than being on Twitter for like an hour. It is, I, I would so much rather this. So in case you don't have it, my number is 347-705-7617. People love to call this number while I'm live on Twitch because they don't believe that it's my real number. And then the phone rings and I'm on Twitch and I can't take it. So I will make fun of you if you call, though. Oh, if you if you call it, I answer the phone. I will make fun of you. Yes. <laughs> Fair warning. So many times I've just handed the phone to Sriracha and she's asked people. She has like a mental health questionnaire that she'll just run people through. Yeah, and you guys are your track record is not too hot so and far, callers. Yes, exactly. So let's see if anybody can beat Sriracha's mental health challenge. All right, I just got this text at twelve forty eight a.m. Oh, which means right after midnight, right? Twelve forty eight a.m. Yeah, not p.m. Yeah, that's after midnight. So I got this. I got this tweet around one in the. I got this text around one in the morning last night. All caps. Hey, Asterios, I get my first tattoo in 11 hours, and I'm super excited, buddy. I hope you're doing well with your totally original plans of going to law school. <laughs> Man, fuck you. Let's do this test. Well, law school question of the day. Let's go. See? Isn't that? Okay. Oh, law school question of the day. Let's go. Okay. Well, pull up the law school question. Someone else literally just texted because they're watching the live stream. I think. They I know. texted, will you kill the duck like you killed pork chatter? Hashtag stairs kill pork chatter. I have not killed pork chatter. It's fucking dead, bro. It's dead just like your chances of going to law school. The porks are right here. They're all safe. We have so many porks here. This one's named Caffeine and you drink, you can drink coffee out of his head. All right. It's not, we can't do the law school question of the day because I already did it, so I know the answer. Why don't you just Google, like, law, L LSAT sure. practice test? L LSAT prep test question. Here we go. Get ready oh, to get fucked to you're death. Gonna like die. A duck. You're going to lose right now. L LSAT prep test question. And then, uh, oh, can you text it to me or no? I'll just, can I just read it out loud? I've never no. seen a law school question. I don't know how complicated it's they are. Fair. It doesn't work if you read it. You got it. You got to just here. Just find a PDF. Send me a link. Okay. All right. Hold on. Oh, wow. These are these look complicated. We're going to do the. How about the first five? <laughs> okay. Hold on. All right. All right. I'm sending this to you right now. Uh, email it to you. Yeah. Text? Email works. Oh, text. I'll do text. Hold Either on. one. All right. And Momkey, can you grab me a notebook for scrap paper? 
So I can mark Asterios's grave. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna kill you with this task. I'm gonna fuck you to death. Thank you. And no cheating. Yeah, of course, no cheating. Okay, tell me when. All you're right, ready to go. Here's another great text I got. And again, I think everybody should put out their phone number on Twitter. Personally, it's much better. <laughs> Someone texted me, Mister Coconuts. When I get back from Japan in April, can I be on Wife Wars with my best friend Danny, the kid who asked about Underdog at the New York City live show? You know, I'll say to this guy, yes. See, isn't that fun? Is this better? Is great, How is this not better? This is a very entertaining program we're doing right now. Okay. Let's see. Somewhere here. Here's another text I just got last night. Got this text last night. 9 p.m. Dude, Asterios, you seeing all this AI slash transhumanist predictive programming on the Super Bowl commercials? I'll say. I did see the Microsoft commercial has kids with no hands on it. Why are you laughing at that? Because they totally missed the opportunity to play that Waka Flocka song. It's like, girl, the way you move it. Got me do it with no hands. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Horrible. Totally wasted. Totally <laughs> wasted. Well, I'm glad you find disabled children finally getting the spotlight funny. They play video games. That's what the whole thing was about. I love Microsoft because I can play it with my eyes or something. <laughs> Okay. And my Pete's. Yeah, sounds like so, yeah, right, sounds you, like you to, pulled a great lesson. Ready to fucking go? You're right, ready to rage? Here we go. We've got the LSAT June sample. Here we go. Section one. Three, two. Two, one. one a company employee generates a series of five-digit product codes in accordance with the following rules. One, the codes use the digits zero, one, two, three, four, and no others. Each digit can only occur exactly once in every code. The second digit has a value exactly twice that of the first digit. The value of the third digit is less than the value of the fifth digit. Wait, hold on, sir. I'm getting so many texts. Let me turn this off. If the last digit of an acceptable product code is one, it must be true that A, the first digit is two, B, the second digit is zero, C, all right, I'm bored. I give up. All right, forget this. I'm closing. Yeah. I thought law school tests would be like, I thought law school questions would be fun. Hang on, I think I can get this. Like, hey, there's a hot blonde on the stand, but whenever you ask her about her dead husband, she starts to r- rub her legs together sexily. Could this nervous twitch? It's A. Yeah, of course it's A. How, what the fuck you mean, of course it's A? Yeah, well, it's clearly A. I, I, look, I'm not here to take a math test. We're going to take a law test. Oh, well, I got bad news for you, bud. <laughs> How much of the law is math? This is all of it. This is all of it. Every question is exactly the same. I was hoping you'd actually try, but whatever. Oh, you, you know what? If you don't mind, yeah, I'll actually try later off the air and beat you off the air. How about- yeah, that's something nobody would want to see. Okay. And Monkey identified the correct humor avenue in the mistake I made. Um, what? Wait, what? No, no, no. We're all moving on. We're all moving on. Okay. All right, okay. Sriracha. Yeah. The only reason you win this round is because I didn't want to bore our listeners with this boring number crap. But yeah, we better read more text messages. <laughs> after, yeah, exactly. After this, after and we're going to record Boone versus Zoom right after this, but after that, we'll sit down, we spend an hour cranking out the June, and we'll see who wins. Cranking out the June? Yeah, yeah cranking out the June. June. God damn it. All right. One of the fucking segments said, oh, this is a disaster. Oh. Yes. Okay. Hmm. How do I tell this story in a way that's not horribly insulting? Oh, God. Okay. Someone, let's not name them. Someone has been contacting Sarancha and I a lot 
about a porno comic they want to make of me. Now, this is a different porno comic than the furry, docky pillowcase thing that happened. Different thing. Sriracha? Yeah. You want to talk about this a little bit? Um... Man, I'm, I'm, I really want to yes and you, but I, I don't know what to say about it. It's a porno comic. It's a hentai where I, I have not looked at the explicit parts, but I guess it's that you smoke magical weed and you become a woman. Yes. Now, I love this part so <laughs> far. Likes it. So far. Here's what I love about the p- comic. It's me. I come home and I'm like, Sriracha, I'm home. Sriracha's looking amazing in this porno comic. I also look pretty yeah, good in this porno Yeah, I look better com- in this porno comic than I do in real life. I appreciate that. Yeah, double true for me. Like, I'm all, like, built and slender and tall. It's very clear that this porno artist does not know how to draw, like, normal people. Like, this porno comic can only draw, like, Barbie dolls and Ken dolls. And so, I go, I got this special new kind of weed from my dealer. I, I smoke it. I collapse. I'm like, oh, this weed must be real strong. When I wake up, I have female breasts. When I wake up, I'm like a, how do I? I have, I still have a penis, but I also have breasts and not long hair. So I guess I'm a pre-op trans cis. Can you help me? I don't well, know. How do you identify? Do you identify as a man or a woman? In the I, comic? I think. Wouldn't the- you just be a hermaphrodite? Oh, you know what? There we go. Okay. Are we not allowed to say that? I, I thought that I was s- like a medical term. I swear to God, I don't know. That I was swear okay. to God, I don't know. <laughs> See, I got the monkey approval. It's I'm fine. just looking to... I'm, okay. And so at this point, I'm thinking to myself, reading this porno comic, I'm like, all right. Now, hot lady stereos that has a dick is going to start fucking. I'm like, this is going to be great. But then, again, much like Twitter, the whole thing becomes about politics, this porno comic. like. What? Angry feminists start coming after my character, and then my character has to join some kind of libertarian underground. And then there's like all these jokes about how like your penis size is your opinion size, and so everyone's <laughs> That's pretty funny. and so everyone's like everyone's like you keep that big opinion away from us. You keep your big strong opinion away from us. We don't want to be touched by that big opinion. And I'm reading this, and I'm just like, I can't jerk off. Like, how are you going to jerk off to this? This politics does ruin everything. I don't know. I jerked off pretty hard to that uh, Sarah uh, Palin porno parody. <laughs> but that Sarah Palin porno parody wasn't trying to make like a bunch of astute political points. Here's what happens in that porno parody. Oh, it's not a joke? What? It's not a joke in the That's comic? That's what I'm... Look, I don't, I don't know if... It's complicated. It's too complicated for porn. Here's what happens to the Sarah Palin porno parody. She's in the White House. She's president for some reason. <laughs> yeah. She opens the door. Two Russian guys are there. And she's like, oh, yeah, because I can see Russia from my house. Then they come in and they ask if they can use the phone. And then she gets on the desk of the Oval Office and starts sucking one of their dicks while the other one rails her from behind. Very simple. The- a, a quick reference to Russia from my house. Oh, by the way, she fucks them both because she wants to improve bilateral relations. Hey, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she and she's like, we don't need a cold war. Let's make things hot in here. Very simple. I get it. We don't need a cold war. You need a cold whore. Get it? Because she's from Alaska. <laughs> that's amazing. Hey. Okay. So, so this porno comic person 
calls me on the phone. They're like, they're like, I want to know what you think of my porno comic. And I tell this porno comic person, you got to pick one or the other. I say, <laughs> you can either try to make all your political points and you can try to make all this bullshit about feminists and libertarians and all this crap, or you can have a guy smoke weed, it turns him into a chick, and then that chick goes out and fucks another chick or a dude or whatever. I said, but I can't jerk off to like your trenchant political analysis. Sriracha, was I wrong to give this porno comic artist notes? No, I think you got good notes. I think so too. I think, yeah, no, the more I think about it, the more I don't, like, I don't want to jerk off to math and I don't want to jerk off to politics either. I don't want to jerk off to, I don't want to jerk off. Now, now, here's what I'm saying. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Let's say there's a comic where she goes to talk to the head of some bank and she's like, I think you guys should be taxed at 70%. And then they're like, well, then what do we get? And then she goes, 100% of this. She opens up her clothing. She's naked. They have some sex. Can we keep writing uh, political porno parodies? This is a lot of fun. It yeah. was a great you, time. Wait, do, do you have something for AOC? What um, do you got? Beto. Maybe, ba- maybe, maybe she becomes president okay. and she's in the Oval Office and somebody comes in or like one of her aides comes in and is like, we are getting reports that say you don't actually believe. Are you going to pay 70% of your salary? And she says, I believe that in public property and then she she's like i i believe we all need to share everything she's like and i'll share my pussy i don't know maybe we could workshop this in no, post. no 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 that's really good she's a socialist yeah and she feels that like that her pussy's for the people yes exactly this yes. is great ah man i would really like a beto porn What's his deal? Immigration? Beto? Beto yeah. O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke, yeah. Uh, I don't think he has a deal yet. I think his deal is that he's handsome and likable. I don't think he has like a signature issue. Yeah, oh, what if- Also, his deal is he's from Texas, and so we think that if Texas votes for him, we can kind of win the Electoral College immediately. Okay, I got an idea. I'm listening. Okay, so it's Trump, but a woman. Okay. But Trump is a woman, and her name is Donna. Yeah. Donna Trump. Donna Trump. Yes, that's perfect. That na- nailed it. Donna Trump is in the midst of building the wall. Okay. And for some reason, Donna is building it herself. Yes. Like a red hat and cinder blocks. Excellent. And Beto, Beto O'Cock. No, I don't, I don't I wasted Beto all my- Beto O'Pork. Beto O'Pork shows up and he says, what are you doing? You can't build this wall. And he's uh, Donna says, who's going to stop me? And he says, well, would you rather put your hands on those cinder blocks? And he pulls down, he's got a raging erection. He's like, or would you rather? And then he makes political. Or put your hands on this meaty cock. Yeah. Cinder blocks, meaty cock, it rhymes. And then he's like, I'm going to immigrate my jizz all over your tits. This is great. This is awful. No, it's not awful. <laughs> I, okay, uh, like, in 2015 or something, there's this, I forget, there's this British, there's this, like, British Halloween costume maker. They're called, like, Jandies or Mandies something. I know Jandies. Yeah. Yandies. Yandies, right. Yeah. They they had a pretty hot girl playing Donna, instead of Donald Trump, Donna Rump. Shaker. Oh, that's funny. That was, that one's better than mine. <laughs> and it's like it's like a mega hat, but then like little short shorts and like a, like a kind of a suit jacket, but without the arms and the tie is like long, but like it fits in between. 
No, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. It's a porno. It's I'm, a porno joke. I'm saying this is. Oh, uh, I don't know why I brought that up. I just like that. I like Don. I like Don and Ron. I yeah. I got uh, that. My mine was independent of that. I didn't know that was a costume. I'm not here. I'm not accusing you of stealing. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, but I'm just saying. Okay. What are you just I saying? Think we're, I think we're now both distracted because we're both thinking about porn. Yeah. Should we? All right. Let's take one more commercial break and then let's bring us back. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. And we are back for our final segment of the Loudest Podcast. Now, Sriracha was listening to another podcast, a podcast that I love, <laughs> actually, called Is It Kino? This is called The Trial of Is It Kino. <laughs> That's yeah. what this segment is called because, man, I got a fucking bone to pick with you. So, uh,. Mumkey, Mumkey Jones and E Rich McSoy, E E Bitch, E Bitch McSoy, I think is his legal name now, right? E Bitch McSoy have a podcast uh, called Is It Kino, where they remove movies. Very funny. You should watch it. So they recently reviewed a movie that no one has ever heard of called Serenity. And they were really hyping it up. And I was so big that I did not get the sarcasm from this they were talking about oh, this is the best movie of the year you guys have to see it this twist is great m night Shyamalan, who it's great you're, you're never gonna see this twist coming it was the shittiest fucking movie i cannot believe i wasted two hours of my life over that when you go to hell when we're both in hell i'm gonna drown you in some lake of fire for two hours to make up for the two hours that I had to spend watching this god-awful movie. It is so shit. If I was Anne Hathaway, I would never show anyone. I would, like, erase... I would make it illegal to say the word serenity around me. I would fucking fire AIDS. I would, anybody anybody that came in context, even out of context, like, just the word, I would make it so anyone would immediately lose their job. Like, people... Everyone in Los Angeles would know. People working at Starbucks would say, oh, shit, Anne Hathaway here don't say the s word and the s word is no longer shit it's serenity because fuck that movie it's awful it's terrible don't go see it now sriracha what makes this movie so terrible like what is it about is there a twist what is the twist spoiler alert we're about to tell you the twist why is this movie so bad sriracha so this whole movie I don't want to. I don't want to bite any of your jokes, but the whole movie is a joke, so it's impossible not to. This whole movie is about Matthew McConaughey and his ex-wife. Is like, I need you to kill my abusive husband. He's dick, and he beats me and my son. So the whole movie is setting that up, and the end. You find out that. <laughs> Not even at the end, like half hour before the end of the movie, you find out that Matthew McConaughey on this island, he's on an island, he's trying to catch a tuna for some fucking reason. The whole movie, they're setting up that the, she's got a son and he's autistic and all he does is sit around and play this fishing game, right? This computer game. Well, you find out that the son has actually programmed, like Matthew McConaughey is a computer program. Awesome! <laughs> and he's programmed this whole game. But the part that upsets me the most is like, he had to program every, like, Matthew McConaughey and the island is a game. Everything is a game. And the movie does not end there. That is not like the end. That's the twist. But then Matthew McConaughey decides that he's definitely gonna kill the stepdad. And we have to watch it. Like, it has any kind of consequence at all now that we found out this is a fucking computer game we might as well watch 30 minutes of someone play grand theft auto at least 
case, then there wouldn't be this fake moral struggle over whether or not he should kill the stepdad. But he does. And then in real life, the kid walks in the other room and stabs his... The stuff you find funny is horrifying. Just want to point that out. Between you finding the Microsoft commercial featuring differently able children hilarious, and you liking the idea of an autistic kid walking in and stabbing his stepdad. Listen, the part that's funny is not that he stabbed his stepdad. Boy, I assume it's played by Hank from Breaking Bad, right? No. Who plays the stepdad? Who plays the stepdad? Just someone... Some nobody? Alright, I'm looking I'm looking at who plays stepdad. You keep talking, Sriracha. <laughs> What's funny? It's not that the kid stabs the stepdad. It's that okay, so the 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 world of Serenity had to all be programmed, right? Because it all is a computer program. Why did the kid program in his dad calling him an autistic fuck? <laughs> Would you have that? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Okay. He programs in his dad fucking his mom. Why? He programs his dad fucking yes, his mom in the fucking his uh his ex-wife played by Diane Lane. Yes, right. This kid Why? does program in a lot of sex between Matthew McConaughey and Diane Lane. Why? Okay, I'm gonna guess that the that the abusive stepfather is Jason Clark. Okay. Yes, Jason Clark from First Man and Chappaquit. I don't know who this guy is. He's, he looks like an asshole, so I assume he's a stepdad. Um, that movie was so fucking bad. Okay. It's like if it's like if Shutter Island, you found out that Leonardo DiCaprio is the patient, and then they lobotomize him, and then the movie keeps going, and it's just him sitting twitching in a chair for 30 minutes. I do have to point out... You're, ma- you're making some very good points here. Okay. The movie, in the movie, uh, Brazil, we don't all find out that it's in his head and then we see the guy in the chair for a half hour. At the end of, uh, in, uh, in, at the end of, uh. It's what- a wonderful life. Oh, what's the one with the kid at the snow globe? Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, Citizen Kane. It's like, uh, what? Citizen Kane? Citizen Kane has the kid with the snow globe. Is it? Oh, okay. Oh, it's like, if that, it's just the end, it's just the kid shaking the snow globe. Yeah, for a half an <laughs> for hour. For a half of an hour. When we find out that St. Elsewhere <laughs> takes place in the mind of a young child with autism, which might be the other snow globe thing you're referencing because yes the autistic kid that's what i meant yes both citizen kane and saint elsewhere do involve a a kid staring into a troubled child staring into a snow globe (laughs) uh we don't continue to watch saint elsewhere for five seasons and be like oh hey denzel washington's character he's in a little kid's head hey it's howie mandel the funny doctor from saint elsewhere he's in a little kid's head too you're making a lot of sense. Oh. So, on a scale of one to ten, would you recommend Serenity? Absolutely. Yeah, go see it. All right, see <laughs> go it. See it. That's please. why you saw go it. Go see it. It's so stupid. Go see it. Up. Not because it's a great movie, but because you will be so engaged at the stupidity of what you are seeing in front of you. You will truly want to kill yourself because you know that millions of dollars went into creating this piece of shit. Thank you. Okay. What? Man, fuck that movie. I'm so fucking mad. I'm mad at you more than anybody because 
I didn't even know that this movie exists before I listened to your shitty fucking soy, sleeking soy pussy of a podcast. Okay. No, no, these are all... But what, there's some positive things. One, blonde Anne Hathaway. Her eyebrows don't match her hair. <laughs> yes. I was about to say that. I was about to say her eyebrows don't match her hair and you can see her roots, which means that she's like playing a character who's down their luck and like doesn't have the money to do the eyebrows or the roots or kill her husband or hire a hitman <laughs> or hire a hitman so she has to go to Matthew McConaughey her old flame yeah does, does Matthew McConaughey and uh, <laughs> do, do Matthew McConaughey and Hathaway and Diane Lane ever have a threesome uh, no <laughs> that does not happen in this movie <laughs> okay so at no point does a child program no he did not actually <laughs> But you know what? Programs Beth McConaughey and Diane Lane fucking. I assume he's never seen that. I don't know what frame of reference he has considering his dad dead. Oh, that's another thing. His dad's been dead. Uh, he was in the army and he got killed, I guess, before the kid never met him. Yeah, there's that weird line in the movie where, like, Matthew McConaughey and Diane Lane meet and immediately start having sex. And then Diane Lane's like, I do love the way you say hello. <laughs> and it's like a little kid wrote that. A little kid wrote like southern gothic dialogue for his mom. Right. Back in my day, back in my day when we wanted to make sex scenes. What if what if this was actually programmed like a sex scene that a 12-year-old would write? Like Matthew McConaughey pulls his dick out, it's like two feet long, <laughs> and it's already fully erect. Yes, exactly. And then he pees into her boobs. <laughs> the end. <laughs> All right, speaking of the end, that's the end of this week's episode of The Loudest Podcast. Um, we will be giving you guys some more news on this porno pillowcase. I'm sorry, I have still not found a way to share it that I consider 100% legally safe. Um, if you have any idea how I can share this porno pillowcase, which is not the porno comic that's a different porno element if you if you know a way i can show this porno pillowcase let me know we're gonna put it up on <laughs> ebay soon if you want to be the one who owns the porno pillowcase Sarah, you got anything else go see serenity <laughs> right, go see serenity and come see us next week Bye-bye. bye bye hey all right hold on let me kill this